Can you hear me? Fantastic. Alright, let's do this. Welcome to the very first episode of Unpredictable. Real quick, my name is John Arsino. I'm going to be your chief of this little tribe we got going on here. And I really want to make this something special, something people remember. So, with that being said, the main goal I have for this podcast is to help share my thoughts, opinions, some ideas that I've gathered along the way of my weird fucking journey. You know, I strongly believe that anybody can achieve true prosperity, some true fucking happiness. I'm really not a fan of hearing excuses. I don't care if someone's telling you how difficult it may be. This is impossible. I don't fuck with that. No, 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 no. Listen, if you truly want to go get something, you want to overcome something that's in your way, you go out and you figure out how the fuck to do it. You know, if you have the proper work ethic, you stay consistent, you have the discipline to break those fucking barriers that are standing in your way, I don't see why you can't you can't reach those goals, why you can't overcome those goals. My guy Nelson Mandela once said, it only seems impossible until it is done. Now, I want you all to think about that quote and really fucking cement that into your brains because there's levels to that shit. So let's uh, rewind the clock a little bit. I would love to explain to you all why I am the way I am where my competitive mentality originated. So when I was four years old, I was given a dirt bike for my birthday. I know. I know. Fucking absolutely wild to get a dirt bike when you were four years old. But ironically enough, it had to be the best birthday gift that was ever given. This bike launched my racing career. If it wasn't for that bike, I probably never would have gotten started and... Man, I don't know what I would have done throughout my younger years if I didn't race motocross. I mean, it gave me everything. It gave me a sort of confidence, and I felt invincible. And at such a young age when kids are like, yo, I just learned how to ride my bicycle. I was the fucking lunatic who said, yo, I just had a motocross race this past weekend. I was six years old. I was sucking on a fucking an ice pop off the ice cream truck. And I'm telling little kids how I just finished racing. I really did love that racing shit. But like all things in life, that came to an end around the age of 13 years old. Now, throughout those several years of racing, I was taught, I was, I experienced some crazy shit. I mean, they, you know, wild. But if one thing stuck with me over the years is that I hated fucking losing. Hated it. Anywho, my racing career came to an end, and I picked up right where I left off with the game of basketball. Now, I played basketball throughout my years of motocross, so I had the experience, the skills, you know, necessary for me to continue my my journey with that sport. But this is when things became a little bit more serious. Um, I played 365 days a year. Um, once my season was done with elementary school at St. Charles, I'd hop in right into the AU season. And then once that AU season was over, that was just enough time for me to start, you know, the summer leagues with my, uh, my uh, high school team or whatever it was at the time. That cycle went on for five years. 
that was my whole life. Those five years was basketball. Um, I ended up going to Monsignor Farrell High School. I went to that school because of basketball. I stayed in that school because of basketball. And the lessons that I learned throughout my career are are undescribable. It's something that I carry with me to this day. I give a lot of credit to the coaches I had growing up because they each taught me these valuable life lessons. You know, they'd always used to tell me that, you know, you, you might be learning this on the basketball court, but this is something that's going to, that you're going to remember for the rest of your life. You know, whether it's for family, friends, relationships, you know, whatever it may be, you're going to, you're going to remember that I said this. And, you know, I didn't realize that until, until now. I didn't know that some of these lessons were going to transcribe into actual life. One lesson that really stuck with me over the years, it's something I don't think I'd ever truly forget, is, you know, almost every coach used to say to me, say to my teammates, you know, when you walk in the gym, I don't give a fuck what's going on outside of there. It can be family issues, relationship issues, friends, job, whatever. You walk into this, this court, this basketball gym, and it doesn't fucking matter. Now, I didn't realize, you know, the impact that would have on my, on my entire life. You know, I started believing that no matter what situation you, may, you might be in, you know, you could be walking into your job, um, you know, you could be working into the gym, you, know, you could walk in, be walking into a fucking brain surgery. Leave everything at the door that will not have a positive impact on how you perform. This is something I will preach until the day I die. Because it's important, you know, once you go to, once you set out to achieving something, it could be anything, if you already have a negative mentality towards achieving that goal, it's pretty common that you're not going to fucking reach that goal because you're already telling yourself you can't. So I want you guys to realize that mentality is everything. Knowing you can is just the first step. And that first step is most important. But once you make that first step, knowing that you can succeed at what you are doing then you got the fucking world in your hands, man. The next decision is yours. The ball is in your fucking court. Back to my high school career. Um, when I was about a senior in high school, um, we had a, a playoff basketball game in a packed out stadium. There had to be thousands of people at this place. Unfortunately, we were getting smacked by about 35 points. It was an absolute disaster. But anywho, I was going up for a fast break layup. And I was fouled pretty hard. And I ended up hitting my head on the court. And next thing I know, I'm being fucking stretched out and on my way to the hospital. You know, if anybody's ever experienced anything like this, you're supposed to get a um, an MRI done. So I got the MRI done, among other tests. And um, the MRI came back and said I had a benign tumor on the back of my cerebellum. Now, when I heard this news, I was I was taken back. I didn't understand like why why is why is this happening to me? And 
I had my parents next to me, and my parents are everything to me. It's, and when I saw their faces drop when hearing this news, I knew that this was something that was was serious. This was something that I couldn't take lightly. But thankfully, at the time, it wasn't growing. It was something that we were able to monitor for several years. So I I had you know MRIs done semi annually, monthly, whatever whatever the fuck it was, just to make sure it didn't grow. So now let's fast forward. Um, it was about five years. I was a senior in college. I was getting ready to graduate, and it had to be about a month or so before graduation. I started experiencing these these symptoms. Um, imbalance, you know, lack of coordination, dizziness. My vision was blurring, so I knew that something wasn't right. So I went and got another MRI done, and the test came back showing that the um, the tumor had grown about five millimeters. It was about the size of an acorn. So hearing this news, I knew that you know. Now it's getting real, but you know, initially the the tumor was on my cerebellum. It was it grew enough where it was blocking my brain stem, so the spinal fluid was building up in my brain canal. That which that was ultimately what was leading to my imbalance and all the other issues I was experiencing. So I was given the the wonderful option to have the um to have the surgery immediately could have could have missed out in the last two weeks of of college maybe even missed out on my graduation or I could have waited um, these two weeks and I could have had the surgery um, after after graduation which is what I ultimately decided to do the amount of time that I had to transition from being a college graduate to then being a brain injury survivor was something that was out of a fucking movie you know i was like one of a million people that got to experience something this crazy and not many people can fully grasp what that does to an individual now a person like me who i mentioned hate fucking losing you know i learned lessons throughout basketball that stuck with me and i i built this this mentality I cemented things into my brain. I, It was just ridiculous that I just didn't want to lose. So when I was met with this type of obstacle, this sort of immovable object in my way, I, I knew that I had to fucking work as hard as possible to make sure this doesn't define me. I don't want to be known as that kid who had brain surgery and was left behind, had to slow up. No, that's that's not what this is fucking about. I want to show all these motherfuckers that I mean fucking business. Just because something stopped me, that I have limitations in certain categories, that don't mean I'm not going to fucking shine. And that's why I'm here speaking to all of you. I want as many people as possible to hear my message. Now, I've been through a lot. As a 25-year-old man who had brain surgery when he was 23 years old. 
As far as I'm concerned, I am not the same person I was before June 4, 2018. Now, most people will look at that as a huge negative situation. I look at it as if I was born again and I have the opportunity to share my, my story, my journey, my mentality towards certain things, why certain negatives can be turned to positives, why uncomfortability should be your best friend. Now, I plan on digging extremely deep into each of these topics with you. I want to discuss wholeheartedly why I feel so strongly about, you know, success. Success will only happen if you take that first step. Now, I know that first step may be difficult. You know, for me, I couldn't walk for two months after my surgery. I was in a wheelchair. So taking that first step was fucking humongous for me. But I did it, and ever since then, I haven't looked back. So I want you to understand that no matter how bad things may seem, it doesn't matter if you truly want to overcome what's in front of you, you'll find a way. I believe that, but you got to want it. Because this life we're living, straight up unpredictable. So, for all my listeners out there, I want you all to know how grateful I am to be able to speak my mind, finally speak my mind. This is actually the very first time I'm sharing the struggles I've been through. The very first time I'm sharing what it was like to be in a hospital for 27 days. How it was for me to be in a wheelchair for two months how it was to have countless, countless amounts of appointments with doctors and therapists. All of these past experiences have truly helped me become this person I am today. I am who I am because of my past struggles. And maybe several years ago, I wouldn't have shared this type of message with all of you. I would be scared. I was scared for people to know what went through my mind on a daily basis. But now I really do feel it's time for me to spread this message to help inspire and motivate as many people as I possibly can. That's what truly, truly will make me happy down the road. So listen, I'm not going to sit here and promise you all that this is going to be the most perfect podcast. Because it most definitely will not be. What I can promise is that I'm going to try my very, very best to make sure that this is as informative as possible. So please, like, share, subscribe. Spread the word to everybody and anybody who can possibly be interested in listening to this. This is unpredictable. And I'm extremely excited to start sharing my thoughts with all of you. It's a good day to have a good day, people. I'm going to catch you all in the next one.